0: definitely not the starters you're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score
1: i'm mike hebert owner of cantex roofing and construction every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing construction windows and mirrors call cantex roofing and construction today together we are one serving you
2: hello all you people what is happening good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 the score 107thescore.com the 1007 the Score mobile app brought to you as always by happy state bank alongside jeff haxton i'm choice woodman lucas white back behind the glass taking care of us you may also join the program your thoughts your comments your questions hopes dreams score predictions not too early for that as uh, we'll give ours a little bit later today Whatever you've got, bring it in on the 8th Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. We're with you for the next three hours or so. Lots to get into over those three hours as we continue to look ahead to Texas Tech and Kansas State coming up on Saturday night. We will uh, look around the Big 12 conference as well. It is quite the slate. I mean, what was it, two weeks ago? where everything was a double-digit line except for the Tech-Houston game. Everything. I think every line is inside of a touchdown this week. So we've got quite a – I mean, it may not be blockbuster team names, but quite a slate of games that are um, competitive or expected to be competitive. So looking forward to that. Uh, May dabble a little in the Dallas Big 12 tonight. We do have Big 12 tonight. That's correct. We'll pick one of those games coming up later. As it's Thursday, we got our weekend pick 'em challenge coming your way. Uh talk a little cowboys. How our I mean, Hex and I could have just put bet the house on the on the Kansas punishment and would have been correct. I mean anybody could have bet the house on yeah, what I, was gonna Yeah, I did my best
3: there. to stay shut up about that, although I was absolutely furious yesterday. Um Everybody should be furious over that, but <sighs> But it's also what you expected completely. What I, well, a lot of things went through my mind, but um, what we said on our show yesterday went through my mind. I came in here and went about as lax as I could on what I thought would be done. And it was weaker than what I. It was weaker was, than that. Yeah. I was like, this is. They didn't is, even lose a scholarship. This is amazing to me.
2: Even weaker. This.
3: The logo is all that matters. You can have one side that self-reports, that salutes the institution, that, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, this is what we did. We we And then, okay, thanks for complying. Now you can't go play in the Big 12 tournament or the NCAA tournament. Or you can have Bill Self strutting in the hallways of Allen Fieldhouse with a chain... Snoop Dogg and pole dancers, you can keep just paying people like crazy before, you can pay people like crazy, and everybody knows it, and you got six major violations, and you can then say, we're going to downgrade those violations, and you don't, you get to do everything that you want to do as far as postseason, and we're not going to take any scholarships, we're not going to keep your coaches off the road. That's the thing that came to my mind the most, that I came in here and said... Oh, you were very light, and the league was... I was not even like a wrist slap, just kind of a wrist tap, you know, like bad, bad Jayhawks. And it was even
2: lighter. Oh, but they have to take a banner down. Whoop-dee-frickin'-do. Hmm. So, yeah. We'll we'll talk on that. We'll get your reaction to that uh, a little bit today as well. Um talk some Texas Rangers as we know the opponent now. Houston Astros all Texas going to be a fiery ALCS from a entertainment standpoint 10 out of 10. Nervousness for the Texas Rangers uh probably 10 out of 10 <laughs> nervousness. I mean, it's there's there's a lot going on there but man for for sports watchers that that should be a Phenomenal series coming up between Astros and Rangers. Hey, we also have these things, uh, these little bietes in front of me. Tickets! If you want to go to the game, don't have tickets to Texas Tech and Kansas State, make sure you're staying tuned uh, throughout the show. We've got a few tickets that will be given away throughout the show between for the uh, Red Raiders and Wildcats. It's turning this week, Axe. It's going to happen. Texas Tech's win, winning on Saturday. I'm tipping my hand on our, on what I'm going to pick on Saturday, but this. The more I went and watched some more K State football yesterday, um, I watched back some of the Baylor game. It's just for Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. These two teams are heading in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. And the, the, Chris Kleiman said himself, "We're not a very good football team right now." Now I don't know if he's trying to light a fire under the butts of his team or what but it i, I kind of tend to agree with him if you specifically go watch don't what forget his on presser night.
3: don't forget his presser when uh, he was coming into lubbock last oh, time I, I remember that one he was asking people um to not be so tough on his guys on social media because they were all crying and, and with what they were reading and, and then matt wells got fired after uh, an absolute collapse um those days seem like a long time ago.
2: Tech was up fourteen nothing in the first five minutes of that game. Yeah, I mean it a uh, blown opportunity, but you sit here with Joey McGuire, much because of that game. So, I uh,
3: this week for me has been a lot of internal debate because I told you yesterday that I didn't want to whiplash the thing. I didn't want to, you know, jerk the wheel around, so to speak. On okay, you thought. They were the better team at Baylor, but yeah, you didn't pull the trigger because you thought something weird would happen and Baylor would win. Yeah. Now Kansas State lays an egg and Oklahoma State gets to win. So now the, if you're going by what has happened in the previous week, Texas Tech should win by two touchdowns. So I'm trying not to rip the wheel back and forth. Yep. And in McGuire's deal, Jeff, um, I did pick uh, K-State to win by a field goal, but that's... That's not how I'm going to pick it today. You're going to change it? I, I, the closer we get, the more and more I feel like you do. And I, I, I'm trying not to, I don't know, try not to sabotage myself. I'm just going to go with the way that I really feel go this thing going to go.
2: Go with your gut. Um. Yeah, so big game obviously coming up this weekend, Red Raiders and Kansas State. And it's just huge to get that monkey off your back. I mean, it, you got to do it. You got to snap that seven-game skid. I mean, West Virginia did a smaller one against you this year. I mean, that that one was looming large. Neil Brown had never beat Texas Tech, um, and they yeah. were able to get it done. It was huge for them this time. Look, I I think it was an interesting discussion on the morning drive, but it's like we're on our way for the a really disgusting finish to the Big Twelve, where OU and Texas are going to meet in the championship. That's what it feels like. It's Doom for who has the best chance to do it to to stop that from happening? It's Tech or Kansas State. Really, it's the winner of this game that feels like they've got the chance to. KU is the wild card, but they don't have a healthy quarterback, so I, I don't know. We already saw them against Texas. It's Tech or K State that can can keep that from happening. And that's another reason this game is is kind of a big one. Plus, you got to win your stinking home games. Lots, lots to get into. Oh yeah, hacks! We get to revisit later in the program our preseason predictions. See how they look at the halfway point in the season. It's the is NFL? The... No, this is this is college. college. It's the end of the
0: bench. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's time
2: for a few headlines, what you need to know, part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton here in the first United Bank studio. Keep hitting us up. Some of you have on the Yates Flowing Center chat line. We'll get into some of that in a little bit. Right now, time for some headlines as uh, we'll start off with what we got on the airwaves tonight. Red Raider football with Joey McGuire. You want to hear from the head ball coach a two-game winning streak. Hoping to make it three. Uh, he will be out at Rudy's tonight, and you can listen in on Double T 97.3 at 6 o'clock this evening. Um. Also, after that, we'll have on Double T 97.3 Broncos and Chiefs. I did not realize the streak was as big as it is, but Chiefs has beat the Broncos 15 games in a row. That's a ton oh, for a division opponent, God. right? Yeah. I mean, that's... Gary Kubiak was the coach. Oh, Shout out to Chuck God. for for this uh this stat. Gary Kubiak was the coach. Peyton Manning was the quarterback oh. last time the Chiefs beat or the Broncos beat the Chiefs. That is an unbelievable stat. Uh, but the Chiefs and Broncos going at it tonight. We'll have the game for you on Double T ninety seven three at seven o'clock. I don't think this is going to be the night they snap it. The Broncos did we dub the Bears as the worst team the other day? I'm dubbing the Broncos. I think Lucas is the one that said the Broncos were the worst, and I'm I'm with him now after watching a little bit more. They are the worst team in the NFL, and I don't think it's that close. Ten-and-a-half-point uh, underdogs on the road at Arrowhead. I feel I feel like I want to say you should lock that up for the Chiefs as bad of the, as the Broncos have been, but, man, the Chiefs are just not scoring as much and aren't deleting opponents like they have in the past. So, uh, I don't know. doesn't feel like as... Deleting opponents. I like that. Thank you. Just came to the head. Uh, Yeah, so I I don't know if I'd lock it up like I normally would. But uh, we have Braves at Phillies for you here on 100.7 The Score because the Astros won last night, as did the uh, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks swept through the Dodgers. See what they did? First time in MLB history. No. First time in MLB postseason history. Four home runs in one inning. Diamondbacks did. And that's all they needed because they won four to two. They had four in, was it the second or third? I think third inning. Four in the third inning to uh beat the Dodgers. So Diamondbacks move on. Astros move on with a W last night three to two. Win over the Twins, uh, Braves and Phillies—the last series standing. That one gets started up at six thirty tonight. You'll be able to catch it with first pitch a little after seven on one hundred point seven. The score. Got some high school football for you, Coronado at Amarillo High, as they are up at the Dick Bivens Stadium. Six thirty, start on that one. We'll have a seven o'clock kickoff on ninety six nine. The Bull. Is, uh, Clint Scott will be on the call for that one. Uh, Texas Tech Golf finishes up in sixth place as they fall to OU in the match play championships yesterday. So sixth out of 14 teams. They're in Houston. And Texas Tech Soccer tonight. I <laughs> think we're having some. <laughs> McGuire was saying we have some random things just firing off at random times right now. You got the gremlins going. I was
3: gonna say that's a gremlin.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a gremlin going. So, um, <laughs> Tech soccer tonight playing at UCF. UCF's decent, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what I thought. I mean, this is a, this is a pretty good program. Last I checked, they were four and two in conference. That's what I thought. Um, so this is a big one for Texas Tech to try to keep that unblemished record intact. On the road at Central Florida in Orlando, first touch will be at five o'clock. <coughs> you two can join us. How big of a loss is Macy Blackburn? I, I know it's big. We Huge. talked about it. She's she's top three, but is it one that could? I don't know derail things. I don't know. Yeah, like we'll within the offense. See. I mean, she's the best passer on the team. Yeah. Obviously, takes the corners, um, set pieces. So, so I'm curious. Does it? Yeah, does it alter the entire sure can't help. outlook on the on the season or I mean cuz you you've got a ton of depth on this team but not necessarily at that spot. Well, it'd be like
3: taking Davide Moretti off of the okay. 2019 That's a pretty big piece. Yeah. uh national runner up. that's what it would be like um but but i am fascinated to see what it looks like and if they can continue they i think they feel pretty uh indestructible right now even with that that happened so we'll uh we'll be finding out very quickly because UCF Oklahoma State Sunday both more than capable um i still expect Texas Tech to win both of those though i just do i <clears throat> but yeah we're probably
2: really hurt we'll at least draw hmm or at least draw. You said win. Yeah, I get a point. Yeah, get but, a point. But, yeah. but I, I
3: feel like they'll win. I, I still okay. I think they'll get three points. Um, it'll be great. Where it'll probably really sting is when you get it in an NCAA tournament run. That's where it's really gonna hurt. But again,
2: you've you've done so much work up front. You should be have a fairly favorable draw early on in the NCAA tournament, where you're you're going to be at home. Um, you're going to be playing teams that aren't near are as good. Yeah, I think where it will hurt is going up against the elites of the, the country down the stretch. So we'll we'll see. But uh, it is that is a very talented soccer team. If you missed the news, Sam Courtright, Big Twelve Freshman of the Week for the second straight week.
3: Yeah, I screwed that up yesterday. It was two straight That's weeks and a, I three it overall. Was, but
2: I, I deferred to you. You, you are the. Uh, I'm a little disappointed though in soccer. humanity. Which I humanity? put
3: out a poll last night. Our Triscuits good.
2: They're I had to I have to think about it. I'm not a, a uh first. Like I Triscuit's the third on the on the crackers for me. Ritz? No. You're gonna be very. Oh, uh, don't we've do been the over chicken this. and a biscuit. No, chicken biscuit's ahead of Triscuit. Uh, that's that's second on the list.
3: They're all those. Those two are just awful. No, nope, um, no. Fifty-two point three percent uh, say yes.
2: Sorry, sorry. Oh, on I'm Triscuits, mix, I'm mixing it up. Yes, I love Triscuits.
3: I know you do, and it's just no Triscuits horrible.
2: are number one. Chicken biscuit, wheat, wheat thins. thins. Sorry, wheat thins I, are much. Better I was than mixing Triscuits. up the two. Yeah, Triscuits are phenomenal. Get the. <laughs> Just terrible. get the dill ones. Oh, they're, they're terrible. No, fifty-three percent, fifty-two point three percent say yes. I am. Uh, I have renewed faith in our, in our country. At least the people that voted in the poll. We can do it.
3: A little disappointed. It's like grazing in a field. Let's just yeah. go out
2: there and just start eating. What's wrong with eating eating wheat? Straight wheat. Wheat's good. It's gr- <laughs> so gross. Oh, I'm a big fan of the Trisket. Bull- they give me the willies. Bullfighter says it amazes me the things put choice puts in his mouth. I'll eat all sorts of stuff. What would you think of the hoops uniforms? I was actually about to bring that up. Um, I like a misplaced logo for Under Armour though. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the because that that's the the feature spot right there. The middle of the jersey. At the top, you see that, like, your your apparel provider is supposed to be a part of the uniform, not the uniform. Like, if you're gonna put anything there, it should be a double T. If you're going to, I don't want anything there. You shouldn't put anything. You shouldn't there. shouldn't put anything there. But it's so, on the shorts too, man. So if y'all don't know what we're talking about, Texas Tech basketball tweeted up new uniforms yesterday. Um, I, I actually like the set overall, but they put a big old Under Armour logo right on the neckline at the top. Do you like them overall? No? Oh, I think they're good. But part of the reason I like them is because they have a feel to your first Under Armour uniforms you had back in the Bob Knight days. They, they If you look at the white ones, very similar to those. So I guess it's got a nostalgic feel to it. Um... I don't know if these are the only three or if there's variations or if there's throwbacks that come too, but these are ones that We did a
3: heck of a lot of throwbacks.
2: Which the throwback ones are the best. We did a lot of throwing it back. So overall, I I say thumbs up on the uniforms. I feel like here's my here's my the uh, black
3: one
2: I could do so much more. It's fine. It's fine. Come on, Dallas Jake. So the Under Armour, my theory, it's like, they think, hey, we're, we're out the door. We're going we're gonna to try to feature ourselves as much as possible on the way out the door.
0: Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Moving on to hour number two.
2: It's the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107 com. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way, handling us. Keep hitting us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you got, bring it in on the 8th Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7, the score. Mobile app, we're hanging with you till noon today. We can pick them challenge coming your way here in uh, 30 minutes, a little less than 30 minutes. So keep the number handy. Don't call yet. 806-771-0973 on the Visual Edge IT hotline.
3: One thing we've also had, remember, like we we would have repeat pickers all the time back in the day. We've had a different picker, a different picker each
1: week, and they've all done really well.
2: Yeah, they've all done very well. So,
1: yeah, they're actually in first place of in the. Oh total. yeah, we we haven't had our overall standings. Where are we sitting right now? So we've done sixty picks okay. to total. Callers all combined are thirty four and twenty six. Okay. Haxton is thirty-two and twenty-eight. Choice is twenty-nine and thirty-one. I am twenty-seven and thirty-three.
3: Mm, okay. Still bunched up together. Still just a little above five hundred. I'll take it. Wow.
2: There we go. I'm what one game below five hundred. Gonna change that this week, baby. So, what's our differences on wins? Three. You were thirty four. I was twenty nine. So five soon. games back. If we're going like that, that's five, right? I'm bad. I'm bad at the games back thing in the standings because I don't. I think it's five because so we've played the same number of games. So I think it's just straight up five. Um, yeah. So you've got a pretty good cushion. Not getting on the wheel at all for six weeks will help that too. We haven't had a – that's the thing. We haven't had a listener lose the week yet. I mean, every once in a while the listener will lose the week, so no, none of us have to be on the wheel, and that's – that has not happened. So, we shall see. We've got a great slate of games we're picking coming up a little bit later as well. Saw this. Uh, Heartland College Sports. They cover Big 12 sports. Not a big publication, but I think those in the Big 12 country kind of know them for the most part. Heartland College Sports – uh, puts out, like, locks of the week each week. Betting locks of the week for the uh, conference. One of their betting locks this week? Red Raiders. to lose.
3: Locked it up the other way.
2: Kansas State plus one and a half is what they said is a lock. Uh, said, eh, it goes through, you know, just both teams and where they've been, but in the last part, it says, With all of that said, Kansas State is too well-coached of a football team to drop back-to-back road games to inferior teams. I like Howard to bounce back and play well after a turnover-filled game last week. I like the Wildcats to get it done in Waco and win it outright. But for purpose... they said Waco. Oh, my gosh. Never mind. Forget everything I've said. But for purpose, of, the- they just put Waco instead of Lubbock. I didn't even read that the first time. Huh. So, lock up Texas Tech because Heartland doesn't know where Texas Tech is. A much better city than Waco. You know, it, how well coached are the Wildcats? I mean, we did we have climbing up at the top of the list when we were ranking preseason coaches? You did, right? Mm-hmm. I think when we we did... Coach's power rankings prior to the season. I think you had Kleiman one. I think I still had Gundy one at the point, but I mean he he was top two for both of us. What has he done so far? He he got a Big 12 championship last year. He helped a turnaround in his first season. And we we've talked about that. It could come full circle this weekend. It really could, because it was his turnaround point in Lubbock in year one, where it, the media was too critical, and he calls the media out the social media, the media, they're making it being too tough on his players. That happened coming into the, the Texas Tech Week. They win a so close game, a very close game. I think it was a one point game. And it was pretty sunshines and rainbows after that for K State. They go on to win a, a Big 12 title the next year. Things had been really good. Now, this is the first bit of adversity or attrition we've seen for that K-State program since that first season under climbing He's in year three, I believe. Maybe year four. Um, I think it's four. It's four? Okay. So, haven't haven't seen much adversity for that program. How do they handle it? Because that's the only th- moment we've seen of, of adversity, really. And he didn't handle it that well. I mean, he was... He was pleading to the media to stop. Instead of you know saying, hey, we got to get ourselves right. And now that's what he's saying this time around. But I, I don't know. It, I'm just, is Kansas State that good of a football team? I mean, that, that article says Texas Tech is the inferior team. Are we certain of that at this point? Shouldn't be. I, don't, I, don't. I think
3: nationally, uh, they will look at this and think of the recent history and say, well, K State's got this deal. But um, th- they're not. They're not. Um, Texas Tech is not inferior to Kansas State on the football field right now. Um, those injuries at corners are playing a bigger role than most uh, realize. And also, when I think of K-State football, there there was a little bit of uh, – well, there was a lot of Virginia Tech in there for a long time.
2: hmm
3: They would win games on special teams. mm mm-hmm. A lot. Block punts, punt returns, kick returns, lockets. All those lockets from Tulsa that went up there and then became pros going through Kansas State. What a pipeline they developed there. I watched again every snap of that deal on Friday, um, six day, uh, seven days, eight days ago, or whatever it was, and um, you had it right the first time. Six days okay, ago, okay. I didn't, I didn't see the stellar playmaker that we see a lot of times. Agreed. W- yeah. With uh, skill, and I didn't see a close to a block punt. As a matter of fact, I saw uh, Will Howard throw three picks, and they lose the bat, the turnover battle. Three to zero. Um, you know, it, it, it's the thing that you can't get into, which is, I think, exactly what they're going to try to do, is the old Colin Klein hop, hop, run, cloud of dust, get it to third and short, move the sticks, clock doesn't stop now, let that clock run. I really think that's what they're going to try to do because if you listen to Tim DeRooter and he was talking about, he, he said, well, they block well, they run well, and they've got the tight end, Sennett. Sennett's a good player, 34. Yeah, we were talking good about those
2: players yesterday. We didn't mention him. He He's probably the – he's at least the, the Swiss Army knife. He can do everything. He's he's
3: durable. He can catch it. He you can know. block. He can do everything. So I, I, I didn't see that
0: skill level that I'm I used, to, used to seeing, so yep. who knows. <laughs> Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here with
2: you for about 30 minutes left. It's the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Fox 34 News now as well. Appreciate you uh, making us part of your Thursday. Keep uh, pouring in the thoughts, comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Questions would be nice. You uh, may bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line as well. Ask the Benchwarmers 15 minutes out from right now. Hacks, we uh, make predictions. Uh, I do want to get one thing. We're almost
3: out of time, and we're going to get to – Walt Garrison passed away yesterday. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Walt um, is a Louisville native. Uh, made his way up to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State legend, ran for the Dallas Cowboys, a legend there. There's a great quote here from Don Meredith. If it was third down and you needed four yards, Walt will get you five. If it was third down and 20, by God, Walt will get you five. (laughs) I just love that quote. That is a great quote. He's a bulldogger, and Clay and I were talking about it this morning via text. He said Walt Garrison was the representative for Copenhagen Skull which sponsored College Rodeo when I was on the rodeo team at Tech. It's talked amazing. to him several times. Great man with a wonderful sense of humor. He was the only Dallas Cowboy I liked. My heart is sad because he was a fellow Gristlehead, a uh, different man and player from a different time. My prayers go up for him and his family. Um, Walt Garrison, uh, big-time dude. That's yep. I mean, Past yesterday. Yeah, just um, just tougher
2: in the boot. <clears throat> That's an uh, app description for him sure for sure all right uh, keep those questions coming in ask the bench warmers 15 minutes out right now we look back we have hit the halfway point in the season it is crazy how fast college football goes hacks did you know texas tech is three and three right now i bet you knew that right do you know that's exactly where texas tech was at this time last year three and three and kind of similar paths not exactly the same you didn't <clears throat> pardon me start 0 2 definitely didn't lose on the road at Wyoming to start the season but you lost a game to NC State early um, you, you had a very up and down first six games and then you finished on a pretty good stretch at the end of the year last year so the the best tech has ever done after starting 3 and 3 is win eight games, with or without bowl games. You never reach the nine-win mark, but eight games. You've done that a handful of times when you've started 3-3 and in the past. Doable again this year, but you're going to have to win home games like this weekend. Anyway, we did predictions prior to the season, and these are not complete. Some of them have been complete. Some of them are already right or wrong, but uh, let's look listen back to those predictions from before the season and uh, see how they're they're shaping up so far. Lucas, let's start with your
1: five right here. I've got Texas Tech having a high power offense, so they will average more than 28 points a game this season. Okay. Second one, Texas Tech will be playing in the New Year's Six Bowl. Number three, Joey McGuire will win Big 12 Coach of the Year. I think if they play in a New Year Six Bowl, he's going to be the yeah. Big 12 Coach of the Year, yeah. This is contradictory to what Hacks says, but I believe Georgia will 3 mm. And then the last one, just like Hacks, they got a personal one. Liberty will win the Conference USA in their first year in their new conference.
2: Okay. So for Lucas's, the 28 points a game should definitely get that offensively, I'd say not likely to be playing in a New Year's Six Bowl, but not off the table. Not likely that Joey McGuire's Coach of the Year, but not off the table. Uh, who knows on the three-peat for Georgia at this point, but still the number one team in the country. And then Liberty should win their conference, right? So yeah, decent, decent chance you'll get a, a good chunk of those, right? All right, let's go to uh, Hacks' is next.
3: Tech will play in the Big 12 Championship but lose. Ah! Tech will have a 1,000-yard rusher and receiver. I mean. Baron Morton will appear in six games or more. Someone outside the SEC will win the college football playoff. And for me, close to home, Oklahoma State will win eight games.
2: Okay. So <clears throat> first one was Tech play in the Big 12 Championship but lose. Not likely. Still can happen, though. 1,000-yard uh, rusher and 1,000-yard receiver. Half of that should come true. You're going to need a receiver to kick it into high gear to get that. Price is probably your most likely candidate. But he needs, like... He's going to have to have a 150-yard game somewhere in there. Um, What was the third one? Oh, Baron Morton. Morton. Morton? That's going to happen. Well... Unless he gets injured, and we got Jake Strong going, but he'll play in six games. He's played in three so far, four, four because Tarleton. So you just need two more for that to be true. Um, someone not in the SEC win the college football playoff? That's toss up, still up in the air. But there's a lot of candidates this year that seems like could do it outside of the SEC. And then the last one, OSU eight wins, feel decent. Let's see what happens. Gonna have to get hot. Yeah, let's see what happens this week. Have to win. Have to <clears throat> to win this Saturday. Yeah, if they win this weekend, it's it's doable. If not, then it seems unlikely. All right, let's hear my preseason predictions. Tyler Shuck Uh-oh. will account for at least thirty-seven touchdowns in twenty twenty-three. Number two for me: When Texas Tech heads to Austin for the final regular season game, at least one of the two teams will be playing to get into the Big Twelve Championship. Texas Tech will go 2-0 and against Purple Big 12 teams this season. Man, I want that K-State game. The next one, Texas Tech will have more total sacks than it did as a team last year. And lastly, at least five coaches and at least one Big 12 coach will be fired before the 2023 season is over. Okay, so... You're at uh, Fitzgerald. So I think I'm the only one to have one completely wrong. Like, shock. up to this point. The shock, will, he will not reach 37 <clears throat> touchdowns this year. Uh, Mel Tucker? So, Fitzgerald and Mel Tuck- Tucker are both out. So, I'm at two coaches out of five. I don't think a Big 12 coach is going to get fired before the season ends now. What, what if West Virginia crushes Dana tonight? He's the only candidate left to me. Like, because... Neil Brown, I guess if they went on a six-game losing streak, he could get fired the, the week before the season was over. Could, but I don't foresee that happening. Dana is the other one. And Dana's really the only candidate to get fired before the season's over. And he, yeah, it's still a possibility because he's a type that could pop off to a boss too. and You know, hey, okay, you're going to fire me? Do it now. What's, what are you waiting for? So yeah, that's probably that's still it's still in play. Uh, the Shuck one's out. The I've already forgotten all mine. <laughs> Texas Tech, Texas, Texas is Texas playing that. That one should happen. 2-0 uh, two 0 against the purple. Two and against purple teams. That starts this week. That's your next two home games. I think that is very doable. More more doable than it looked at the beginning of the season with K State. And TCU. TCU definitely doesn't look good. So I'd say that one leans towards happening. I mean, I guess depending on what happens this weekend. And then the sacks. Said you'd have more total sacks. Took a big leap in the right direction with six this past weekend. I don't know. I'll have to look up what the total number is. That's probably been one of the more disappointing elements to this team prior to last weekend is the lack of a pass rush. But uh, that's a huge question. Did you turn a corner in that area where Charles Esters is is good for you? And Steve Linton, finally, is the Steve Linton we heard about in the offseason. Big question there, but hoping that uh, you did turn some sort of corner. All right, Young, react to those. Specifically, bring your questions in. you got to ask the benchwarmer's warmers. Coming up next, it is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score.
0: Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score.
2: It is time for Ask the warmers Bring your questions in right now. Just a few questions in, but still plenty of room for yours on the 8th Flooring Center chat line. Tweet us at 107 The Score or dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806771 nine nine seven three. We've given away a couple of uh, pairs of tickets today to the Texas Tech K State game. Congrats to Justin and Alando, I believe. Justin and Alando, appreciate y'all for uh, listening and uh, getting those tickets. Justin said earlier, uh, "I'd rather be associated with the jerky than the banana bread," which he should be. That jerky was off the chizane. That's a thing. Um, Quite a treat. Very much so. And it lasted for a while, too. It, it did. It was very good. So Different flavors. Uh, to catch back up on the, the sack one for my predictions, I said they'd have more total sacks as a team than last year. Last year's team, 31 sacks. This year's team, 14. You had eight going into last game and then six. So 14, so you're almost on pace for last year. If you have more games like the previous one, you can give yourself a much better chance. But Tyree Wilson, not as many as I would have guessed by himself. Uh, seven sacks last year for Tyree Wilson. Seven. Tony Bradford had five and a half by himself. That's a lot for an interior defensive lineman. And Josiah Pierre, four and a half. Um, questions. Let's kick it off Wichita. Benchwarmers, what will be on El Jefe's tiny wheel if he spins? I don't even think it's El Jefe asking either.
3: Okay. Don't you know? Don't you have it?
2: I was—I I didn't know if you were coming up with stuff. No, I mean I thought it was already set. That's why I didn't say anything. Well, we can, we can add stuff specifically for him. Like okay, have to wear Rangers gear for a full week. Ooh. I think I think that needs to be on his wheel for sure. Yeah, I didn't think about amendments. I just—that's why I didn't react. I oh, thought okay. it was set. No, the, we, we add stuff, and I mean his tiny wheel can can feature some of that stuff, but we need to we need to tailor some to him too. That would be one for sure that needs to be on there. Because we got all sorts of ranger's gear here that we can... Some that's too small. That would be even better for, for El Jefe to be in. <laughs> I think he needs to wear that tank top that I had to wear.
1: <laughs> That'd be The wa-
2: famous tank. The tank for El Jefe.
3: Boy, you better be glad they pulled out of that nosedive.
2: It's not... I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Clint's the one who posted the photo, too. Yep. It has nothing to do with me. Clint is out to get you. All the time.
3: Yes. we well, came in here and downsized your chair today. You don't know where your stapler is, your hole punch. You don't know where anything is. We well, you take something out of your
2: bag. Oh, you he you told, put it in there? He told me. He did this yesterday. Where is my... He said the stapler.
3: Is it a swing line?
2: Oh, I do have a swing line, actually. Okay. My stapler. So, are you proud of me for knowing that reference? Yes. A little office space. I accidentally stumbled into watching Office Space one time when I was looking for The Office. So,
3: Well, my dumb A watched Hot Tub Time Machine again. <laughs> again? Again. <laughs> Lucas loved it. And that. It's still bad. Okay. It's still really bad. You
2: watched it again when you it, didn't like so it the bad. first time. That's hilarious. Uh, El Jefe says, scratch that Choice Rangers outfit. That's terrible. You can't scratch it. You don't get the scratches. Just don't lose, El Hefe. You better win. You better win. Better, or finish third. Longhorn license plate for El Hefe. We wouldn't do that to him. That's, well, that's below the belt. That's Yeah, that's too far. Plus, I don't want to pay those vanity and like boosting plate, like the plates that you had to buy. They cost a lot of money. I always money.
3: found it hilarious with OU fans because they would buy the Longhorn decal. And then put it on their vehicle upside down. You're giving them money. You're giving them money, you morons. (laughs) You're exactly right. Thousands of people spending your money on Longhorn merch so you can turn it upside down. You're idiots.
2: Uh, Imagine Clint in a tank top. Good thing I haven't eaten lunch yet. Bench Somebody's
3: going to have to get in a tank top
2: when they do. Scotty P. Scotty P. The wife beater. I don't own a wife beater, so I don't... I'd have to purchase that if I
3: well you could just tear the sleeves off a white t-shirt it's not quite the same
2: cause you gotta show a lot of chest white t-shirt wouldn't you gotta show the chest with no regrets love it it's my it's my credo warmers, if you won the lottery jackpot who what would your first purchase be How, did that go that was last night right It's
3: 1.73
2: bill so no one got it again I don't know I, I don't know. This used to be such a bigger thing. The Powerball, yeah, it's just now, it's like, it's, uh, yeah. Ticket sold that won the jackpot in California. That California. That means they're going to get taxed even harder on it, and probably going to this. five state. dollars. Yeah. and that'll buy you a Snickers. <laughs> one Snickers is what you get out of this one point seven three billion. Why has it got to go to someone in California? So it did sell, apparently, according to this. Fourteen hours ago, man. What's your purchase? First purchase. I I don't know what my first would be. I mean, like I'm, I'm a person that if I won something crazy like that, you probably wouldn't know it for a little bit. I'm I'm I would try to do the smart things first. But if I'm if I'm just like going out on a whim and like, okay, I did this, so I know I got the money, let's go do this. Probably some sort of car. Like great. Might go with a dream car and get an Aston Martin or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean or a, a probably a vacation home somewhere. You we'll get a ski house somewhere in the mountains. Bunk up next to Kirby on uh, Possum Kingdom. Possum Kingdom. That's where I, that's where I'd spend money. Real estate is where I would definitely buy some money and buy quite a bit, and then yeah, bounce around from those places.
3: You souped up Dodge Ram. Yeah, that's you it. said that.
2: That's the that's the first one. Yeah, huh? heading over to then local I'm dealership selling my
3: house. I'm getting one that's about triple the size, and then I'm getting a vacation
2: home to somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'd probably do Paid all Paid in cash. The first like thing I would do is I'd plan out a, a golf trip. Like, phenomenal golf trip to Scotland and go do the St. Andrews and do all that. Like, go play all the Carnoustie, all the courses over there. Carnoustie. Yeah. Maybe that kind of money. I'm, St. Andrews. I might be buying. You might a, buy St. Andrews. Say, that kind of money, I might <laughs> buy a membership to Augusta National. <laughs> That's probably what I'd do. You're letting me on today. Now. My membership. Augusta National. We're doing it. Um, Choice is already a billionaire. Woodman Estates is already so loaded. Who could tell if he won another billion? <laughs> Last Saturday, Mega Million winner from San Angelo. Yeah, we saw that. Crazy. 400 mil. I'm curious like, what kind of person won that. Was it someone... <laughs> that was on their last legs just buying that lottery ticket or was it someone just... It's like, oh, let's just... I don't normally buy a lotto ticket, but let's go grab one. I'm curious what, uh, who got that one. I'll pay for the Longhorn or Ranger license plate for L-cheat-F-A. <laughs> That's from Bullfighter. Nah. Um Benchwarmers. Who needs to be the MVP on Saturday for Texas Tech? Taj. I, I I think it's got to be Barron this Saturday. I think they're going to challenge you to throw the football, and he needs to be able to answer the, the call. I don't disagree that Taj needs to be big in this game. Um, you know what I like in this matchup and what is gaining confidence for me is the fact that, again, and we've seen this a few times, what you do well matches up with what they do like to do, and that's run the football. You stop the run pretty well. I think you're going to force Will Howard to throw the football around a little bit. And, well, he's going to want to run, and yeah, he's that's want to run. The contain part is is the dangerous part here. Tech can contain. Hop, hop, cloud of dust. I think you've got opportunity to uh, to win this football game. Look at that. We have run out of time. We are. Uh, Going to be back with you again tomorrow. Haxton, I'll be here on Optimum Game Day Live on Saturday as well. But uh, We'll hand you off to the bottom line today. Appreciate everyone listening today. Thanks to El Hafe for calling in for our weekend Pick'em challenge. For Jeff Haxton, Lucas White, intern Maris, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench
0: on 100.7 The Score. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.